Welcome to the Goth and the Sloth. I'm your Sloth, Matt. And I'm Luna the Goth. This is the podcast of two friends living a country apart and just living through a million different once-in-a-lifetime events. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so we decided to take the first hunk of our podcast and discuss the COVID pan- COVID-19 pandemic, how it affects your lives, how it affects our lives, and, you know, just what it's like living through the biggest pandemic in recorded history. Yeah. Fun stuff. How have you been? I've been nuts. I mean, uh, you guys may or may not have noticed that we did not record an episode last week. We're blaming it on the MLK Junior holiday, but really it was (laughs) (laughs) so slammed with work. And then right when we were going to record, like one of my clients had an insane fire that needed to be put out immediately. So it was all hands on deck and that vibe hasn't stopped. (laughs) So I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm good, but I'm tired. Um, but also in general feeling much better about the future. (laughs) That's good. But yeah, I do imagine uh, like a fire drill, like, like you're one of the Sims when the house catches on fire. Uh, Oh my God. What about you? How are you? Uh, good. Uh, it's actually been a decent start to the year, knock on wood, not to jinx anything, but again, like you, feeling hopeful for the future, having some good things happen, some fun stuff happen, we'll get into some of that later, but yeah, it's been, uh, yeah, good times, actually. Yay! <laughs> Weird to say that for a yeah, while. Yeah, listen to all this positivity <laughs> happening. All right. All right, but let's dive into it. So let's wreck that positivity with how is the greater Virginia area doing? That's just how we do. (laughs) All right, so in Virginia, we have 468,655 cases right now. Um, That's the total cases. It's it's not good. Our total hospitalizations are 20,654, and we are up to 6,079 deaths in the state so far. Um, On a larger scale, I just saw a map where it said that the COVID numbers are actually declining in almost every state, I think in 43 states of the 50. but Virginia is not one of them. So it's our turn to uh to go down the poop hole. Yeah. <laughs> so it just seems to pass state to state. It really does. I mean, and that's that's the disadvantage, I guess, of being such a large country that there are just so many different populations that are impacted at different times and it's uh, it feels unpredictable, but it it can't be that unpredictable. Right, at this um, point. But at the same time, it can't be, we can't predict anything if we don't have data. Mm-hmm. So, now that we do have an administration <laughs> that likes numbers, <clears throat> maybe we can find some more information out. But uh, as far as COVID, that's that's the news in Virginia. What about uh, Colorado. So uh, let's see. We got uh, three thousand eight hundred. Sorry, three hundred eight hundred. Yeah, I cannot <laughs> talk today. I just woke up. All right, three hundred and eighty-three thousand and eight cases, uh, which is up thirty thousand since our last recording, which is about an average of fifteen thousand a week. Not great. Um, we're at 21,146 hospitalizations, which is about up 2,000 since our last recording, which is an average of 1,000 per week, and 5,462 deaths, which is up 1,355 since our last recording, which is 688 a week. Jesus. So, not great, um, and our but our positive 
positivity rate is down 1% from last week. Uh, we are currently at 3.89%. So, okay. Uh, okay. I think the spike we saw is filtering now to the deaths, unfortunately. Uh, um, yeah. But hopefully this will kind of clear around and we'll s- start seeing some better numbers. Um, I decided to take a look at our uh, our restrictions uh, because uh, if you're outside the country, uh, U.S. has decided as of right now to let each state handle their own uh, restrictions. And at least in Colorado, each county within our state decides its own restrictions with a recommendation from the governor. So um, okay. I decided... <laughs> so I decided to kind of look at that to see where we're at. So most everybody's at orange, which is our uh, third to highest level. It's pretty restrictive, but there's some indoor dining, uh, which is like 25% occupancy or 50 people, whichever comes first, um, and things of that nature. Um, but we do have three at a yellow, three counties at yellow, so they think they're doing good. Okay. One county that's in blue, which is like one step above like do whatever you want we're back to normal <laughs> um which is uh bad <laughs> and then one county that's being extra precautious that's in red still which is basically full lockdown outside of outdoor dining oh huh. so. interesting I, I i it's so hard to gauge what my immediate like my immediate reaction is well, what are the politics of these counties? Yeah. Even though it shouldn't be that way, but like, because that is the world we live in after our last leader. Yep. Um, uh, I'll tell yeah, you the I blue one. If it's just oh, this is a very conservative area. Like nobody's gonna do any sort of restriction. Well, the blue if you one is get reelected um, or whatever. Yeah, it's Hinsdale County, which is. Uh, southwest. So take with that as you will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you know the Colorado uh, politics, uh, that just saying where it's at is pretty telling. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, besides that, we're kind of just holding firm on orange and seeing how the numbers do and kind of moving on from there. So what's uh, new in Luna's world? Oh boy, not much, honestly. Like, um, in my little world, it I've just like I said, I've been in this holding pattern of working. Um, I have been spending more time at the studio, not just because I'm teaching, but I'm also training more, which is exciting. So that's still going on. Um, just getting stronger. I mean, it's a long road after they cut holes in your abdomen to feel like you're strong again. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, just feeling stronger every week and working, trying to flex some choreography muscles because I'm going to need to choreograph like one, two, three, four, five pieces. Um, wow. like in the next eight weeks or so so I'm just trying to like get my brain going in that direction Um, are any of them Spider-Man themed none of them have anything (laughs) to do with Spider-Man Matt just trust me as soon as there's a Spider-Man piece you'll be the first one to know okay (laughs) (laughs) Matt's been asking for Spider-Man aerial show for <laughs> as long as i've known you <laughs> not even just spider-man since we watched the 70s spider-man i want to specifically 70s spider-man oh, i forgot about that <laughs> oh no <laughs> i'm just gonna go out on a limb and say i don't know the likelihood that you're gonna get that one <laughs> i just don't know about that <laughs> 
Anyway, how, how what's going on in your world? I know you've been busy too, so what's going on? I have been. So, hopefully there's an end to the car drama. Yay! <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> there better not be anymore. But I got the, a new car finally, got all my payments from my insurance, and was able to purchase a 2021 Mazda 3 hatchback. Yeah! So, yeah. 2021. I know. Mm. Fancy. Um, I really like it. It's pretty awesome. Very excited. So, does it like read your thoughts, massage your balls? Like, what what do twenty twenty one cars do? <laughs> I've never been in one. Pretty damn close. I mean, it's got uh, heated seats and a heated steering wheel, which um, yeah. they also those you can sync up to the climate control, so they'll auto turn on if it's a little too cold, and it'll warm your oh. butt for you. Wow! And I got a. Uh, remote start with it with their Mazda app so essentially my butt can be warm before it even gets in the car I can start it up before I go outside cool um uh, all sorts of fun little things um it's got adaptive cruise control which is basically self-driving at that point you can (laughs) right (laughs) it will slow down as a car gets in front of you up to the point of a full stop and then when that car moves it will also move along with it at the pace of the car in front of you so Yeah, it's awesome. It's so weird learning like what (laughs) cars can do. Yeah, knowing that those cars are on the road with me as well, I just don't know it. So it's like, yeah, it's so freaky. We live in the future. Oh yeah, I get all sorts of warnings with cars around me. There's like a little icon in the dashboard that tells me like, hey, there's someone in your blind spot, and then it goes like, I found out when I was in traffic on I seventy, it really tells you like, there's someone really in your blind spot. Like, watch out. <laughs> yeah that that is really cool I, my sister used to have a mazda a little while ago and it, it had that it saved my ass pretty hardcore <laughs> it's yeah it, it's pretty awesome and then on top of that for my wanting power it's a uh, 225 horses with the turbo and paddle shifters so that's also fun stuff yeah <laughs> I'm happy you like it. I'm happy you finally have a car. Hopefully no little dipshit's going to try to take it away from you. Yeah, that's that's one thing. So this has got, um, you know, uh, keyless entry and uh, remote start or uh, push button start. So mm-hmm. you cannot start the car unless the keys are in the car. And you can't hotwire the push button starts. At least as of right now, no one's figured it out. The only way they steal those is they have to get a RF bouncer like machine to bounce the signal mm-hmm. from the keys in your house to another machine. So you need like two people. It's a whole ordeal. And oh, the wow. easiest easiest stop to that, which is something I already did, is you get a RF blocking box that you keep your keys in, and then oh. they can't even get the signal. So worst someone can yep. do at the moment is smash the window and take stuff on the inside. And there's and nothing you can do to the, stop that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a danger all the time. So. so all yeah. right. That's Very exciting. exciting. And even more news is uh, this week I added yoga to my workout routine throughout the week. So I have one day of yoga. Uh, Yay. So that's fun. I found a uh, video on Amazon Prime that's free with my account. That's really good for beginners. Um, the host has a French accent, so that's fun to listen to. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> She's very proud of you. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, that's awesome. I actually really, my, appreci- my appreciation for yoga has gone up in the last two years, I'd say. Like, yeah. It really, really, I like I've always liked it, but it um, when I use it as a conditioning tool, like I get strong fast. It's really helpful. Um, yeah, I use I use an app, and the one that the app that I use is it used to be called Down Dog. I don't know what it's called now, but it's one of those where like if I did yoga every day, it shuffles things so that it's not the same every okay. single time. Um, but it's funny you said that your person has a French accent because. <laughs> one of the voices i can choose is like an australian girl <laughs> and i'm always like 
nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I, all I will think about is how much Matt would enjoy this, <laughs> doing yoga to this girl's <laughs> voice. <laughs> Uh, after a few months, maybe I can get that, but I definitely need like a beginner's like, here's how you do this kind of stuff. Oh first, yeah, no, so, it is it yeah. is totally a beginner. It goes from beginner all the way. You can go from like, you can even choose to just do like hatha yoga, which is just like laying there and meditating and taking a nap, or you can do like super easy baby yoga, or you can go like aerobic or whatever. It's a it's a really like they actually just updated it maybe three four months ago and it's pretty freaking robust like way more robust than it was when i got it so oh, cool yeah i might look at that but yeah I, I just need to get more flexibility and it, overall it's just a good cardio workout for me um in general it just gets the blood moving and get that blood moving. <laughs> and then yeah i make the joke that i'm about as flexible as a lego man so i'm trying to work on that <laughs> hey too. lego man's pretty flexible he can bend over this is true. So I'm probably less flexible. <laughs> <Actually>. <laughs> but yeah, so that's been uh, my week. Couple weeks, I should say, but uh, a lot of fun, busy stuff. Yeah. So let's dive into our topic. What are we talking about this week? So this week, uh, since we were not around last week, we're going to take this week to talk about how we have successfully ended the Donald Trump era in the United States, hopefully. Yeah, I was going to say, for now. Hopefully he doesn't run again. <laughs> so he did end with that very ominous uh, sentence in his last speech. Yeah, I just think that's a megalomaniac having a hard time saying bye. Uh, <laughs> but, but we do have a new president and vice president in the United States. We now have President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. Um, I was wearing my chucks on Inauguration Day to <laughs> honor Kamala Harris. My mom was, like, so sweet. She called me and she was like, she's mixed up just like you. This means you can be president one day. And I was like, y- y- yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, totally. Like, yes. Yeah. Like, emotionally, totally exciting. She's, like, you know, Caribbean, South Indian, you know, uh, South Asian and that's my background and it's like oh cool like like literally could be my cousin um but i don't know if you want me ruling this country (laughs) (laughs) i don't know about that but it it was really cool um and so really i wanted to chat matt matt and i just chat about um what's next now now that now that we have the biggest roadblock right (laughs) like the success of most people in this country out of the way now what um and i i'll start with just one thing that i want to make very clear and I, i i know a lot of people have been saying this online but i just i don't think it can be reiterated enough Just because I did not like Trump and I voted for Biden does not mean that I am now a Biden cultist. Right. Like, there's no part of me that likes Biden. He's basically a Republican. I mean, he's... Yeah. He's... He's... Yeah, I just hate him as much as any other politician. Yeah. He just happens to allow for more people in this country to really he happens to stand for as of right now as of you know day three (laughs) or day four or whatever um he stands for more than just the one percent and people that can get his family money which is what donald trump was doing especially in the end yeah so i it's like people are you know there there's this like tribalism thing where it's like politics is tribalism and like, no wow. i vehemently disagree like v- politics has nothing to do with tribalism if you love your politicians so much that you get a tattoo and you fly their flags and you 
what then that sounds like a personal problem and you should probably talk to somebody about your identity because you're throwing so much of your identity into another person that's freaky to me absolutely yeah so i i just i just think that just because biden is in office doesn't mean that everyone that you saw that didn't like trump is going to be like oh biden can do no wrong no he absolutely can do wrong he's already doing wrong i'm already mad at him but that's (laughs) that's what you're that's what they do that's that's what politics is. There's no perfect politician. You, that's why we as citizens have to get behind our local politicians, you know, participate in democracy, make our voices heard, vote for people that will represent our needs, and then go from there and hold them accountable when they don't do that. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, there's been a big push to, like, make sure the news outlets, you know, they spent the last four years – uh, especially on the left, poking and prodding and you know grabbing everything Trump did, they need to continue doing that. Even with if, if it's someone that's a leftist politician, you do need to question everything he does all the time. Still, absolutely, and that is the point of the media. Yeah, and they they've always done that. It's just that Trump changed the way. I was having this conversation with my partner, and it I, I'm sure there's some scholar out there that can nail this down a little bit better but we were talking about how how much things changed after the trump presidency like from the end of the obama presidency to the end of the trump presidency i don't think anybody can say that the media has hasn't changed dramatically absolutely in how they cover politicians and politics in general and we were talking about how like how do you hold politicians accountable and like like create that that I don't want to say both sidesism like just create a space where two sides of any issue can debate but you still have to stamp out extremism yeah and the media failed to do that, clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> we had a full-blown right-wing extremist insurrection on the Capitol. And there's get there's more details coming out about that, which, I mean, I think at some point we'll be able to do a full recap of that event. <laughs> but, um, I mean, there's there's more and more coming out that people were giving instructions for how to get to the senators in the safe areas and all that stuff. It, it, it was, it was an act it, like these people are like, Oh, they just got excited and they, you know, broke down some, they ran up a whole lot of steps and then they broke down. Some <laughs> like windows. I mean, like, I know when I get really excited about something, I break into public officials office, steal laptops and try and sell them to Russia. <laughs> I mean, it just happens, you know. Yeah, just get caught I up in the moment. Holding the, the, <laughs> you know, whatever the lectern of Nancy Pelosi. I, you know, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I just, <laughs> it's so weird, but yeah, I just I think that, like you said, Matt, like they need to continue criticizing every, you know, looking at what people say versus what they do keep highlighting the you know the discrepancies but also they need to commit to some way to to not give extremism airtime yeah absolutely on both sides extreme left and yeah. extreme right yeah mhm yeah so i don't know what that looks like and obviously like this whole the whole country is in a, a a like I don't know I don't want to say it's like a breath but one of my friends Avril said um <laughs> she was like it's like watching the whole country start to wake up after realizing they were in an abusive relationship for four years yeah <laughs> and everybody's like wait that wasn't normal, was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, no, there is, there's a feeling of that, um, and I think we should enjoy that for a week or two of just like, okay, every day is not going to be a new stupid thing that he says that might cause a global catastrophe. We right. Can... <laughs> we could like maybe think about our lives a little bit more and less about what the hell is going on in Washington. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's, yeah, we've got some good stuff happening, but yeah, don't, you know, don't put Biden up as this savior and prophet and all perfect being Messiah thing. He's a politician. That's a heel. Yeah, he's a he's a rich white dude politician doing rich white dude politician stuff. Like, hopefully he'll he'll keep standing up for you know all people in this country. But you got we're going to have to hold him accountable. I mean, right off the bat, like, yeah, immediately. So just, you know, keep reading the the actual word, you know, the words of the executive orders, like read the fine print, make sure that you're up to date so that you're not part of the population that has the wool pulled over their eyes. I mean, I, I, I don't want to a lot of people were calling for unity and are calling for unity because and really mostly right now it's the republicans calling for unity because they're trying to put the conviction of trump in this like if you convict trump you're just gonna break this country apart and it's like no i think that's just holding someone accountable for trying to go against their own government Um, yeah absolutely (laughs) but Good. Go ahead. Uh, so even, uh, yeah, but even if they're like, oh, that quote unquote half the country will be angry, it's what voted for Trump, although it was a surprisingly l- large number of people, what still doesn't even count for half of registered voters. Um, Absolutely. Because 85 ish million, 82 to 85 ish, I don't know the exact number, million people either voted third party or didn't vote at all. So mm-hmm. m- the majority of the country, even though we had a huge voter turnout, didn't didn't pick either of the main parties, basically. So yeah, and so I think that with this, I don't know, like think I've just been thinking about people waking up, not waking up, but like the people that might be waking up, like there have to be some people out there that were like, hold on. I've been bamboozled because they have been. Yeah, absolutely. They've been grifted. Like they've been donating all sorts of money and it's not going to anything that they care about. Yeah. Which was his reelection or the, the uh, court cases, which were all grifts in the first place just to raise money, but they knew they were going to lose. So like, I'm hoping that the people that are like, Oh no, I've been bamboozled are, going to find a way to it's probably not fair to say this but re-enter society yeah and so and by doing that hopefully they will find a way to consume news in a healthy way with an objective view so rather than just listening to what tucker carlson yells at them Mm mm-hmm Actually, go look at the executive order and see what it says. Yeah. Go look at the actual source. I'm just hoping that some percentage of the people that that were wrapped up in the cult of personality of Donald Trump will be able to, I guess, learn how to not let that happen to them again. Yeah. Because like you said, it's not... A politician is not your personality, and it shouldn't be. So, you know, yeah, let's hopefully they see that and maybe learn a lesson of that and just, yeah, you know. You can like a politician, you can like what they stand for, but they shouldn't be your entire, that shouldn't be a big part of your personality is, I'm a supporter of some guy. Like, that's not... No, I... I have never agreed with any politician 100%. Absolutely. Ever. Yeah. Like, it's just not something that happens. (laughs) 
I do agree with Michelle Obama's wardrobe 100% of the time, <laughs> but that is a completely different issue. That is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you see her walk out with like with Barack Obama and she was like the doors opened and everyone was just like, <gasps> I was like, okay, like wearing this like a fancy maroon, like, oh man, she knew she looked good. Oh yeah. Excellent. And the girl, um, I forgot her name already. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's Amy Ednoff. It's like, it's Kamala Harris's niece. I think she was adorable. Oh, yeah. I, I was like, I don't know who you are, but please be my best friend and let's go read under a tree together. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, anyway, just saying that there were a lot of looks yeah, absolutely. On, uh, <laughs> on Inauguration Day. <laughs> so uh, he, uh, Biden himself has already started with the executive orders overturning some things. So, what are some of the good ones that you like so far? Well, we rejoined the World Health Organization. Yay! <laughs> we rejoined the Paris Climate Accord. Yay! Um, Which doesn't have anything to actually do with Paris. Uh, just no, a reminder that's to just some of the Republicans' uh, Republicans' tweets. Oh my God, people are dumb. Like, come on. All you have to do is read a little bit to know that a lot of these treaties and stuff that you hear about, the name is where it was signed, not what was in it. Yeah. Dum-dums. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> um, I do appreciate there was a, I mean, there are quite a few on uh about coronavirus, just like there's a there's one he did to establish a pandemic testing board to ex, like to expand testing there he's putting he's laying down tracks to make sure that we will have something in place as a country if this happens again mm -hmm. like the stuff a leader should have done yeah <laughs> a little while ago um and there's the big one that will impact us soon, which is uh, he is working with FEMA to uh, develop, like, I think 100 coronavirus vaccination centers in the next month mm -hmm. um, using FEMA workers and resources, just trying to get more people, more shots in arms. A lot of people are being critical about his 100 million, like, what is it? A hundred million shots in a hundred days or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Um, and they're saying that that's kind of what's happening, like not much more than what's happening now. So they're, they feel like it was a, it's like a low bar so that he can say he achieved it kind of thing, which is probably true. Um, but we'll see. I mean, we, we have data now. Yeah. We're following <laughs> so, data and listening to data. <laughs> yeah. So like we actually have a shot at, um, at doing mm -hmm. things again. <laughs> uh, and then another one that I've been thinking about, well, two other ones, he created this, um, COVID equity, task force i think is what it's called uh and it's all about making sure that uh, the pandemic response reaches all populations uh including those that are the most vulnerable and the most hard to reach for whatever reason um and it's like wow <laughs> amazing uh and then the other one that I was thinking of uh, is the um, the airport one. So not airport specifically, but he's mandating that masks are worn in all federal, like, property, okay. federal areas. Yeah. So that includes airports. Mm -hmm. um, and they're saying, I saw something today that was like, if you are... Uh, if you're in a plane and you're wearing a mask and you're socially distant and there's a the hep 
the filter HEMA filter uh, on the airplane then there's like a super low chance that you can get it now here's my counter to that <laughs> we know that the airport or the airlines are some of the most powerful lobbyists in this country yep. so I would not be surprised that that is there just so that they can get their their revenue back up and not need to be bailed out by the by the uh, government again, which would look really bad on the uh, Biden administration. So I'm not sure I buy it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is see. called critical thinking. Oh, absolutely. This is what it looks like. <laughs> Although while we're speaking of flights, uh, we didn't get to mention it last week, but. Uh, Slightly off topic, but uh, shout out to the uh, uh, flight attendant union because they were big in pushing that all uh, anyone that was known at the protest get put on the no fly list and wasn't able to get home. So, (laughs) yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, thanks for that. That's a great shout out. Um, And those videos just give me so much life, like watching the, the people that were at the insurrection get kicked off of airplanes and then they're screaming and crying because they're like, I'm being treated like a terrorist. And you're like, that's because you You are are. one. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, uh, Uh, important to mention that one. That was a good fun for a week of uh, following hashtag no fly list. (laughs) uh, Oh, and Anthony Fauci is back. Yeah. Yeah. We have Dr. Fauci back, back on in the, White House press briefings, which are also back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, we get to we get to hear from Fauci some more, and he's going to be the head of the delegation that's working with the WHO. So, ah, it's just it just feels nice. It does, and it was kind of a nice ending too, because since he got banned from like every platform. Uh, Trump did. It got real quiet for a week or two, and it was kind of nice to just be like, "All right, that's ending. Let's get ready for, let's get ready for Biden." But we can take a moment, and just like, ah, it's it's like when uh, someone's like running like a pressure washer or something in your neighborhood, and then it get like for a long time, and then they turn it off. You're like, oh, birds. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, And, you know, uh, he, Trump was definitely grasping at straws there at the end. I am, the conviction, um, not the conviction, the trial, the impeachment trial in the Senate uh, will start, I mean, the article of impeachment is going to be introduced to the Senate on Monday, then they'll have two weeks to gather their legal arguments and then the trial will begin like the night of February 8th I think um and I just really really hope they vote to convict this guy because of course I don't want him running running for president again but I do not want this precedent in this country for you to do whatever you want in in your lame duck period and like just cause an insurrection you know do whatever the hell you want and then just like oh i'm out of office so you can't convict me (laughs) (laughs) absolutely no way a small part of me actually doesn't want him to get convicted but here's why because he's already talked about starting his own uh party called the patriot party which would split the right wing vote and basically screw everybody (laughs) And, True, but, but I don't. I don't think that he would actually do it because it's going to cost a lot of money. Yeah, and he is broke, as we've found out. He's... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he is broke as fuck. <laughs> and his his approval rating on the way out was like twenty three percent or something. Yeah, so I don't know if he has the backing anymore after throwing all his uh, supporters under the bus. Yeah. Like, people are, like, starting to figure out that, like, oh, like, he pardoned Steve Bannon, but he didn't pardon those of us that are get- facing federal charges for yeah. storming the Capitol? What? And, didn't, <laughs> and he didn't pardon the Tiger King? Oh, Lord. Yeah. 
it's just I just really hope that people I know that people aren't going to wake up. I know that some people are going to dig in deeper yeah. into QAnon to justify all of this stuff. But I'm hoping more and more people I know it's painful, but I hope they they start to like look around and be like, Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, <laughs> this sucks. Yeah. Um, I will I do want to mention one more thing. Yeah. And I won't go on a super rant about it. Maybe I will <laughs> save super rant for another episode. But uh, Trump uh, put together or established this 1776 commission. And they put out a document. Uh, I mean, the 70, 1776 commission was responsible for the whole, like, we're not going to do diversity training in uh, federal, like federal workers won't do any diversity training because it's divisive. Um, and they put out this document right before the inauguration. It was like maybe a day or two before that was basically, tr- it was a hundred percent right wing extremist propaganda. It was like, you know, trying to acknowledge slavery is divisive in this country and it was always there so we shouldn't be held responsible for it blah 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 really really gross disgusting yeah. stuff um and the reason i was really upset about it was because in schools in in public schools those in conservative counties could now point to something from the white house that backs up their poor version of history that they teach kids Mm -hmm. um it's basically like supporting the daughters of the confederacy and stuff like that it's and so i didn't it it was upsetting to me that there was something from the white house that they could pull from to support that in recent history Uh, but Mm -hmm. biden is rescinding all of that so whew but that document still exists and it's still a piece of shit it does, but it, uh, someone did point out on Twitter, like a uh, day of uh, inauguration. If you went to White House slash seventy seventeen seventy six, I believe was the web address. It no longer exists. Yeah. So <laughs> already dismantling. Yeah, some I of mean that. the document is may not be the, on oh, the yeah. White House website. Like it's out there, but right. Um, but yes, that seventeen seventy six commission is gone. It is it was net it's gross like if you look at it could have been word for word nazi propaganda yep it was just american instead it's disgusting it is so hopes that biden does the best he can he ran on a very covid uh strong platform and that is our number one priority in this country so hopefully he continues on doing what we can to mitigate more deaths as much as possible yeah, yeah, that's the priority, and that's really one of the biggest things in front of us. Of course, we have quite a few other things, but we'll get there. Oh, yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> so uh, I think we'll uh, move on, unless you got anything else to throw in there. Nope, nope, I'm good. All right. So let's get into our distractions. What are we distracting ourselves with besides watching the inauguration a bunch of times? I know, yeah, <laughs> like watching the news nonstop. Um, I've, I've been training, like I mentioned earlier, I've been training a lot and I've been spending, like, there are specific skills that have escaped me for a long time. And so I've been spending a lot of time trying to break them down and I'm finally making headway. Um, I'm finally starting to, to do some skills that like, I've been wanting to do forever and now it's like within grasp and that feels really good. So I've just, anytime I'm not thinking about work or the world, uh, I've been <laughs> thinking about rope. And so, yeah. Cool. Yeah. What about you? What are you distracting yourself with? Oh, always a bunch of stuff, but, um, <laughs> My band had a show uh, this last a uh, couple days ago, so we were prepping for that, our first show in the new year, and our first show in months, <laughs> first live gig. Um, so that was good. That was fun. Um, also, I've been watching you know, more Star Trek Next Gen and Star Wars Rebels 
Also almost finished with the final season of Sabrina. Hmm. Uh, a couple more episodes of that left. And uh, I've continued my Fast Fridays, and I watched Too Fast, Too Furious, and uh, Tokyo Drift since our last recording. Okay. So, um, got, you know, still going. Um, they're fine. Tokyo Drift had some issues. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, it just gets better, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I just hope Sean doesn't show up in any more movies. He has so far been the worst protagonist of the entire series. <laughs> like every time that guy opens his mouth, sounds like a giant goober. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. But <laughs> so that, and then um, I am going to see my first movie in a theater tonight. Ooh. So that'll be exciting. I'm going to sing Promising Young Woman at. Uh, the Alamo Draft House, which I know we've discussed our issues with that theater, but um, you know it's the only one open by me. Uh, Regal is continuing to stay closed, so yeah. I just felt since I ha- have the ability to go on mobile again, <laughs> I want to get out and uh, enjoy some stuff. So yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable going out yet here, but I'm hoping that day comes soon. It it has to. It will. Yeah. Um, and then one final thing, which will be most of today after we're done recording, is I got three new comic boxes to add to my collection. Not full of comics, but I need to redistribute all my comics to include those three new boxes. Oh my god. And that's not just my OCD. Uh, in comics, you can't have too little in a box or too many. You have to balance it. Because if you don't have enough, they tend to flop backwards and they'll bend some of the comics. And if you got too many in a box, they'll start squishing and uh, uh, folding the comics. So you have to balance that. Hmm. Didn't realize that comic book having was so <laughs> technical. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll be uh, going through all 4,000 of my comics and uh, redistributing them into the new boxes. So that'll be uh, an adventure. Huh. Well, have fun. (laughs) (laughs) So let's uh, move on to our favorite part of the show, Only in a Pandemic. Or major civil unrest. (laughs) Stories that can only happen in a pandemic or major civil unrest. What do you got for us this week? Um, My one, other than the obvious, which is like, only in a pandemic do you have... and major civil unrest, both of them. Do you have a um, an inauguration without anyone there? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but as, apart from that, also only a pandemic, can you sit in your, like I'm in my tights in Leo because I'm about to go to the studio and uh, sitting on the couch, like shoveling uh cereal into my face while attending a wedding right before you record your podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, it seemed like peak 2020 2021 situation right <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh so gorgeous so beautiful i'm nom 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 yeah so good yeah, nom, nom. okay gotta go bye <laughs> <laughs> gotta go bye <laughs> but yeah what about you what's your only pandemic story so only in a pandemic are you forced as a band to hang out in the green room, not just because you're big stars. <laughs> <laughs> so the bar we went to was very small to play at called Lost Lake Lounge. Lost Lake, And yeah. to improve their head count to be able to let more people in, the bands, while the other band was playing, had to be in the green room. So that wouldn't count for their overall spacing. That makes so, sense. Yeah, but it was kind of funny. It's like, oh, we have to hang out in the green room. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, everybody's just clamoring at the door. If you go out there, you'll get swept away. You got to stay in there. It's that Leonardo, <laughs> Leonardo panic that's going on. Just everyone's, you know, it's like Beatlemania. <laughs> Beatlemania. Oh, God. <sighs> well, that's cool. But, yeah, so... interesting times but we'll see how playing more shows in a pandemic works out yeah yeah good stuff 
So let's go ahead and wrap this up with our Hermit level. So on the Leonardo DiCaprio scale, let's go with a 10 being uh, Howard Hughes and you've been locked in one room for months on end and you haven't seen anybody. And a 1 being um, Romeo plus Juliet and you're in the Montague party just hanging out, partying with everybody. Uh, where, where are you at? Uh, I would say I'm probably at an eight, just because I haven't gone anywhere like at all. But uh, I have been training at the studio, um, so like I have been leaving my house. I don't know. Like I'm at the studio almost every day yeah. of the week, either teaching or training or both. Um, so it just feels like I'm out more, but I'm not really seeing anyone except for the other teachers who are also trained. We just train in the four corners of the studio. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah I think that's I'll go with 8 what about you eight. I'm probably way down I'd say maybe a 5 Ooh. maybe a little bit more cause you know we over the 2 weeks uh, that we've uh, been you know since recording uh, did the car shopping so I had to meet you know salesmen everyone wore masks oh yeah you um, did have to talk to humans yeah yep, they, ha- they all had a very interesting way to buy cars like they wouldn't meet you in the parking lot like they normally do like when you step out of a car in a car lot they're immediately like hello on top. <laughs> uh, instead you have to go in and they like assign you a guy and they have to like go to a desk that's been um you know cleaned up and sanitized um so there's that uh, there's the band show where you know we meet decent amount of people and but we had to stay separated. Right. And then um, after getting my car, I did uh, my friend Fiona did want to see it, so I went to her house. We were outside and distanced and wearing masks, but we were able to see each other in person and to show off the new Matt mobile. Yeah. So. Well, that's exciting. Like, yeah, you were kind of cooped up there for. A little, yeah. <laughs> little while with your car situation so now you have wings and you're like let's go <laughs> let's go so yeah trying to do as safe much as possible but yeah i mean i barely put any miles on the car yet because i'm still working at home and you know not really going anywhere but right right yeah well, uh, yeah very cool so where can people find us at if they want to chat with us on the show well, you can find us at uh, Goth and Sloth on Instagram and Twitter, and you can find me at L-U-N-A underscore M-I-N-U-I-T on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And where can they find you? I'm Wizard underscore Matt on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Wizard Cosplay. My band is Leonardo Leonardo Band on Facebook and SoundCloud and soon-to-be Instagram. Um, we also... Uh, uh, my personal music stuff or solo music stuff is matthew james music 2020 on soundcloud and you can find me also on youtube uh, as matt the pharaoh wizard where i have a video up about the future of dc movies and my music youtube channel just put up a music video i made for my first uh original song in like 10 years oh I put wow together a music video for it so cool feel free to check that out and let me know what everyone thinks i you know, haven't written in a while. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Congratulations on all that stuff. And thank you all for listening. Uh, yeah. And we will be back. Sorry about that one week off. But, you know, we'll be back. Keep washing your hands. And wear your mask. <laughs> <laughs>